The tent was getting into my nose. Who's going to empty the buckets unless they're shouted at? Need some air, Shale, I said. He hauled me up off the mat I was on and got hold of a pike for me to lean on. A middling breeze picked up as we moved away from the tents and workshops and up some slopes to a view across Mandrick's Hast, our current purse. There was mostly bald, dry bluffs and some scrub, hard living in summer for those about. Shale got me some bread and cheese and unstoppered us a flask when we reached somewhere to sit. We took a few canab pipes and settled back. I'll head up north with you, he said. I ain't getting younger. They had boys there pushing me a bit. Seems more and more it's tactics and plan, not muscle and steel that gets me over the crossing. A boy come up the hill towards us. I see it now as clear as I did then, a moment polished up in my head. The start of it all. He was a recruit from seeing the scabbard bash about his legs and his skin still pale with the lack of fight bruise. Excuse? Captain Fourthwold, he wants to see you. Says it's important. Shale nodded and stared the boy away down the hill. What's he want? He said. I ain't in a fit state to be digging foundations. They ain't paying us for that either. Pack us another pipe, Gant. Bit more of the rosy in this one before I gotta help you back. Like many captains, Fourthwold was too good at the job with the boys to move up out of harm's way. He kept the Hast lords at bay and got the boys their due. There's a way only a few have that can talk crews down off bruise or talk them up from a loss of a leg or their seeing. Kalen had it too. Evening was setting a deep pink that smoothed everything out when we were stood at the purser's tent with him. He had a few boys with him, who helped keep an eye out while he was counting purses and scribbling out the inventories and that. With you in a second, boys. He had a table full of tally foils in piles. There was sweat on his head, made me think he had been going through the weapon forms with the kids who had been sent by Levy from the Hasts. He looked up then. Good work on the caravan. The pincer was sound. Shale told me what happened, Ghent, but even when it went ass over, it drew the guard away from the main van. We'll be able to push their army back into the wilds or their homeland. Uh, some brandy? We nods. Glad not to be hitting our own flask so far from any decent refill. Dolly made me promise her purse goes to her da. See, it does, Captain, I said. Of course, Gant, of course. One of the boys in the tent then nods at him as he stood and moved over to a chest of drawers, on which were a couple of bottles and some wooden cups. He splashes us out a good measure each, as well as for himself. How long, Gant? He said. I nearly said it was a matter of weeks, my breath shortening with a thump as I faced what it meant again. Then I saw what he was referring to, how long before I could be back at it, earning the purse. About a week. Shale did some good work on me. Guire and Regara cleaned me out, I said, though it wasn't true enough. He nodded, and his eyes flicked from mine to over my shoulder, back out of the tent. They come back in a moment, and he smiled. Good. 
Your purse sadly doesn't let you see out this awful heat guarding the fort. There'll be sorties in a few days, and... Got something else to say, Fourthwold, said Shale, draining his cup. Only there's a stream of shit leaving your mouth, much the same as what Gant passed into the Drudder's bucket this afternoon. Fourthwold made to look shocked, but Shale wasn't a man that other men found easy to be near, or be clever with. It got a bit quiet a bit quickly outside the tent, Forth, said Shale. And your man here's sweating as bad as you are. Fourthwold nodded, nursing the cup in both hands. The two men with us put their hands to their hilts. Fuck, said Shale. You boys are thicker than the wood of that table. You'd be dead if it weren't for whoever our captain has out.